say hi to the people let's say hi to the people hi people i'm mariah hey, i'm michaela and welcome to it burns in a good way the podcast a podcast about all things that burn in a good way most of the time things like student loans working out and the things we do to dull the pain join us every week where we cover the things that matter the things that don't and everything in between one of these days i'm going to get this without reading it off my phone oh i will always be reading it like <sighs> I want to memorize it. It's only episode 11. Welcome to episode 11. I thought it was 12. Nope. It was Are 12. You sure? It was 12, but we skipped last week, buddy. But um, 10 was our friendship origin story. Yep. And then we talked about Facebook. Ah, oh, shit. You're wrong. Damn it. I'm right. Ugh. Never good job right. i'm gonna really like where am i at in life i don't know where my head is at these days i have um a game that i would like for you to play really quick that relates to this kind of sort of okay so this past weekend i had my sister's bridal shower which is uh-huh. wedding themed whatever fun saturday night we go to her town here's some facts about her town i'm not gonna say where it is because i don't want people to know yeah 2700 people is the population they purchased a gigantic house with a garage that has that they're building a gym into and a hot tub for less than two hundred thousand dollars um they're both teachers 24 years old and they own a home already okay just some like notes about the town okay we went to the neighboring town to a sports bar for dinner where i had a dinner of a fry bread sandwich. Have you ever had a fry bread before? Mm. Literally bread that is fried. Okay. And something nice. called half naked cheese curds. I know I sound oh. really uppity right now, but like this is my Chicago self. We felt more Chicagoan and more shitty like Salt Lake Denver people. <laughs> no offense. You're from yeah. Colorado Springs. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So like we never, we have never felt more like, oh, small town. So cute. Like in our lives. I want you to guess how much our drinks cost. Like how, uh, let's start with one at this like rumor a- sports bar where I had my fry bread and I had these half naked cheese curds. I want to, if I ordered a gin and tonic, okay, at the bar, how much do you think that cost? Um, I want to like say something absurd, like a dollar, but I like know that that's like. So like here, at a sports bar, a gin and tonic, I would guess is probably like. It's not like a fancy cocktail. It's just like a mixed right. drink. Mm-hmm. So I would say like, am I, now I'm like questioning everything. You, it's okay. I, you can compare to like what Salt Lake or like a Salt Lake gin and tonic Now I'm be. like, what is a Salt Lake gin and tonic? I'm not totally sure. I would say like $9. Right. Sure. Okay. So how so, much do you think it was in this? Based off of that. Tiny town. In this tiny town in the mm-hmm. Midwest. I bet yours was $5. $2.50. And would you like to know something else? One of the bartenders was so new that the first gin and tonics we got were gin and club soda twice. So I take a giant swig of a plastic clear cup 
with a little cocktail straw in it. Oh. And it was, and these also were big cups, big cups. I take a huge <gasps> swig Ew, and gross. it's literally half gin and half bubbly <gasps> flame water. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first thing we get. So those are drinks one and two. Then the actual waitress who was serving us was like, oh, I forgot your drinks. Sees that we already have drinks, brings over our actual gin and tonic drinks. So then we have four drinks. Okay. That's too much. Right. So Al sits there and like drinks two of the gin and club sodas. She's like, I'm not going to waste these. These are $2.50. So she's That's reason to waste them. I know. And I'll quiz you one more time after this. Okay. Okay. So then I ended up having a second gin and tonic. So she had two gin and club sodas and a gin and tonic. And I had a gin and tonic Mm -hmm. um, and another gin and tonic. Mm -hmm. We get the bill. Mm -hmm. They only charged us for one gin and tonic. Okay. What do you think our total bill was? Al, we got charged for that one drink, $2.50. Okay. Cheese curds. Al got got six wings and I got that fry bread sandwich thing. How much okay. do you think it all costs together? Okay, based off of the 250 mm-hmm. gin and tonic. I think your cheese curds and an appetizer. Your cheese curds were $3. I think you I think Al's six wings were $5. Oh, god. You're funny. And I think that your sandwich was six dollars so six plus five is 11 plus three is 14 plus 250 16.50 you know what and not oh go ahead do you want me to add tip i mean you can if you want i mean i don't know what kind of tippers you are 20 percent. 20 percent. wait i can't do tip that's percentages all right fine 16.50 so our dinner for the evening was 27 dollars <laughs> <laughs> I so was under. Job. You were under. Great work. Twenty seven dollars. Okay, I thought to myself, sixteen fifty. <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. I would shit my pants right now. Yeah. No. Twenty seven fifty. Um. Twenty seven fifty, and that was pretty good. Now I have one more question for you. They had okay, so they were out of burgers. It's a sports okay. bar. Hundred percent out of burgers. They were also out of ginger beer. Otherwise, I would have ordered the special, which they're out of the fucking ginger beer. Blueberry mule. Blueberry Moscow Mule. How much do you really think good. a blueberry Moscow Mule cocktail would be at that bar? Okay, so you're knowing what you know that the well drinks are two fifty. Was two fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, their special yes blueberry Moscow Mule. It's like probably the fanciest cocktail that they have. Seven dollars. If that helps, four dollars and seventy five cents. No, you're, you're <laughs> no four dollars and seventy five cents, dude. I'm moving. <laughs> No, you're not. I'm going to be neighbors with my sister. No, you're not. We literally got out of, okay. So we drove in my sister's fiance's giant truck. And I'm not going to say what type it is because I don't want to get it wrong because I forgot. Um, (laughs) We got out of the truck. Al and I step out of the backseat and we look at each other over the bed of the truck. Just see me outside of the place. And I go, let's not touch so we don't get hate crimed. Oh my God. And she goes, yeah, I got you. I got you. yeah okay like yeah, we're I in the middle of nowhere i can't do that yeah and you know what like it wasn't bad we had a pretty good time al's friends or ali's friends are really nice my sister's friends we had a fun time but like holy shit and just like scary place yeah yeah well it's just different and like yeah you know i mean they're all talking about like kids and stuff yeah. and i'm like and I, we walked away and i was like you know if we lived in a small town we'd probably have kids because we'd be bored as shit yeah what else like, is there to what know? else is there to sure do? and that makes total sense you know and there's different life paths for everybody but like yeah. as we started to like 
do our marriage planning things. We've also been talking about like life planning things. And it's just been like this interesting trajectory to like watch. And I told her, I told Al, I was like, as we're driving back to Chicago, this is not me at all shitting on my sister's town. It was so fun and great. And yeah. her house is beautiful. But like, we were just talking about like, depending on where you live and like who you get married to and all that stuff, like how your life trajectory may shift. And like, I always wondered how like people who are raised in the same house, how do they end up so different? And it's like, you make all these choices in your life and it's not like one is better than the other one. It's just like different stuff happens, Yeah, you know? And like my sister is living in this town. She has this incredible fiance and an incredible job and she just got a second cat and it's so cute um her first cat's name is toast and her second cat they just got a kitten she's like six weeks old her name is jelly they call her jelly belly bean that's really cute (laughs) yeah so toast and jelly and they just hang out in their little town and she bought a really nice car and they just do whatever because they don't pay like any money for their house yeah it's like a really good fulfilling life you know Totally. Al and I are like in Chicago being like, probably no kids and like, yeah, like 18 dogs and open a yoga studio and whatever. How different all of that is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it's it's also funny that like you guys are sisters. (laughs) Yes. And we were raised by the same parents. Yeah. And that's like what we're choosing to do with like our life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway, that was my weekend. Um, It didn't burn at all. I mean, the gin and club soda Burned. burned. It was Literally. rough, but I yeah. would pay two fifty and and drink that if I was really drunk if I needed yeah. something. Oh my god, yeah. Do you want to do what burned? Because that was a really long winded way of me sure. talking about what I did this weekend and what's going on in life. Okay, yeah, okay. fuck it, sure, <laughs> whatever order we want to go in. Yeah, okay. I'm drinking tequila tonight. All things, are yeah, off. all bets all are, off. are off. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Um, the the thing that burned for me recently is the fact that I I had some kind of like stomach flu or like something was up last night and I uh grew up and that is why I'm not drinking that's okay did you get ginger ale no I didn't but um I've been eating I've been careful about like making sure I get like nutrients that I lost yesterday and drinking lots of water and I'm feeling a lot better right now so yeah in the morning I was like okay I'm gonna be fine Um, yeah went to work so like I'm glad I went to work because like mm-hmm. the beauty of going there is we have this really nice cafeteria and they have really good food. Huh. And so I get my lunch made for me and I just you, like it. Is it free? Cause you're in tech. So it's, it's almost, I have a $5 like daily limit nice. and then anything beyond that they, I have to pay and then they pay deduct it. So it's like, not like, yeah, you don't even really feel it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like doesn't exist it's not real money yeah yeah exactly absolutely and, and i would spend way too much like money there fully my philosophy and i do yeah <laughs> and i i would don't too. regret it like i I'm, I'm enjoying it so today's episode is all about wedding planning just wedding planning in general but we'll talk about a few things that are unique to mine and al's wedding being that we are both cis women Um, and I want to talk about a little story because the reason why we kind of wanted to talk about this, we're going to have like wedding episodes all throughout 2023 because that's our wedding year and it's fun to talk about it. And I know that no one cares about your wedding as much as you and the person you're marrying, but it's still fun to talk about it. And a lot of parts of wedding planning definitely burn. And sometimes it's because you have homophobic vendors in your life. So I'm going to tell you a little story about like what kind of kicked off this idea of like talking about wedding planning and something that was like 
really interesting for me and Al to like watch go down. We were not directly related, but it does hit close to home for us. And we might have talked about this in a previous episode, just like briefly. I can't remember, but we'll go into more detail. So Al and I are getting married in Grand Rapids, Michigan uh, in September of 2023. And we were looking at venues early 2022. We got engaged in February and we were looking for venues and we picked one and everything was great. And Al had this in her brain at this time more than I did, but like making sure that the people that we hired were like outspokenly supportive of LGBTQ plus folks and not just like, you know, lesbians or anything, but like also making sure they weren't transphobic and like making sure they weren't racist, you know, trying to have the most inclusive vendors that we possibly can have. And so she was really mindful of that, especially as we picked photographers and things like that over the summer. And then we heard about this story that also happened in Grand Rapids just this past summer. Um, A new venue opened, and I'm not going to say the name of the venue. Some people who are listening may already know this. You could probably Google it if you want, but I'm not giving this company any more advertising um, because that's just not my style, especially when they're hateful. So this venue. I think I told you this, Michaela, mm-hmm. already once. So yeah. this venue um, just opened. It was a renovated space that they purchased in 2018. This Christian couple purchased it and renovated it. And it just opened this summer um, to host couples. And basically through the grapevine, um, some other vendors, so caterers and photographers and stuff, found out that this couple does not believe in gay marriage. Um, it, they say it's against their religion. All we know is that they are Christian. They do believe in like God and Jesus um, and that they believe that being gay is wrong. And so they will not let gay couples get married in their venue. They will let gay people, however, come to weddings. And they'd also let people who are gay host meetings, corporate events, and birthday parties there which is just an interesting like dynamic. Um, But what I want to talk about is it kind of continued to spur this idea of like, can private venue, private venues um, push against like serving all people because of their beliefs. And I think like, yes, they're a private company, but like, I also think that you shouldn't hide it. And what was happening with this venue is that they tried to hide it and people basically came out and were like they're trying to be sneaky and they also refused after all this came out in the news they refused to give money back to um heterosexual couples who no longer wanted to get married there for their lack of inclusivity say and they quote like they were quoted in news stories saying why do you care if other couples can't get married here if you can get married here and they're like, because you're being homophobic and you're being assholes. And they were like, so what? And so people wanted to cancel their weddings and they said no. And so these people either had to lose out on thousands of dollars or get married in like a homophobic space. Um, and these quotes say, our business is the result of a lot of hard work and dedication and is a reflection of who we are and the values and beliefs we hold from our faith in Jesus Christ. As a result, we would like our business to remain true to our Christian faith. And this includes marriage. We have love and respect for all, but it's possible for good people to disagree about strong religious beliefs. And then basically this whole thing came out where the wedding industry in Grand Rapids, Michigan started making all these lists of people who were and were not 
LGBTQ LGBTQ friendly. There's now caterers and photographers who won't work with this venue that is homophobic and like refuse to to serve them. And so there's all kinds of stuff going on, but it just like reminds us that we have to be really mindful about who we engage with as we like plan our wedding. And it's just been really interesting. And since all of this has gone down, this company removed all their posts talking about their beliefs, like trying to pretend that it didn't happen. Cause I'm assuming it, it ruined their opening in the summer, this summer, and they've had a lot less bookings and they've also limited the comments on every single Instagram post that they've shared since. So, you know, there's still people who are complaining about their lack of inclusivity and they're just pushing them out. And I just don't like people who hide like their hate, not even hide it, but like they use their Christian love as a way to hate on people and keep people out. That's like, that is the, like, yeah. Where do I even begin? (laughs) That's from like a business perspective. That's why you do not bring in that, the like religious idea because like yeah you are exposing yourself to this possibility and yeah. like like you sh- I, like if you're homophobic you're a bad person like through and through yeah um but it sucks if you're a homophobic business owner at least have a brain and separate the two yeah yeah, it shouldn't be homophobic basis. in the first place. Like, foundation, no. no. But if right. you're gonna be, then shut up about it. Right. And then it says it's not a hatred toward people in their beliefs or their orientation or whatever. So they don't even really understand like what it means <laughs> yeah. to be gay. First off, yeah. And it says it's just that action of marriage. We believe God intended it to be with a man and a woman. <laughs> I don't know. Why would so you say that? it's like, just dumb. And it's like, if you, all, why get into the wedding business when you're not going to serve everyone who's getting married? That, it's such yeah. a bullshit business yeah. plan. Like, exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. That's what I'm saying is like, everyone. if you're going to have a business, like, yeah. and especially in this industry, like, mm-hmm. shut up. Mm-hmm. And so far, I think there's only been one form that we've filled out maybe not even one form, one form that we saw that said bride and groom. Otherwise it says like partner one and partner two, which is cool. Or like spouse one, spouse two. So like, I do feel like things are moving in like a more inclusive direction, but it's funny to me because I have people in my life who like assume that homophobia isn't an issue anymore. And sometimes they're like, the people who make the most microaggressions, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the people who assume that like everyone's cool with the fact that Al and I are getting gay married, which I also, we joke about that and like talk about gay weddings all the time and like gay marriage, but I'm starting to get annoyed with that phrase. And I feel like a shitty person. Cause like, I do think it's funny, but like at some point I'm like, it's just a fucking wedding. It's the same goddamn thing as everyone yeah. else's weddings, you know? Like, I want them to see that it's literally like any other wedding. Yeah. Like it's going to be the same goddamn thing yeah. that everyone else does. Because <laughs> like even my parents were like, I don't understand how it works. I'm like, this same you know how way. a wedding works. Right. You? You've been to yeah. many weddings. What? So, you know, and like, I don't know if I'm just being like finicky about it. I think it's like, like, like it's not your job to like educate people. Right. It's not yeah. your job. Yeah. 
And I do feel like when people make it into this big thing, how it's like so different from other people that it can be kind of hurtful at times. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not that strange. I mean, it is because it's, it is, I get that it's novel, right? It's new, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't mm-hmm. be weird. I wish Mm-mm. it was. I wish it wasn't weird. And like, we're even going to take some time at our wedding in the ceremony itself. My sister is going to give a speech about the fact that we just got this right. Like, it'll be eight years ago at the time that we're getting married. And like, how, wow. yeah. And our anniversary is actually the date of legalizing gay marriage. Our wow. dating anniversary was, which is cool. We didn't even like know that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just, yeah. So that was cool. But like, really, I mean, eight years is all that we would have had the opportunity to have this wedding and actually get legally married. And that's a big deal. And that is something that's new that I want to celebrate. But like, I wish people didn't, I guess it comes across sometimes as like a circus act. Like, look at these two women who are getting married. How interesting. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just like this whole other, like wedding planning is already stressful in of itself. And you've got this whole other layer added to it. It's not like a little layer. It's like a thick layer. Yeah. And it's like, I want people to acknowledge it. And at the same time, like do it kindly. I don't know. Yeah. I'm in this like weird zone where I'm like, yes, I want people to acknowledge that like this is still new and there's a lot of hatred out there. Cause I think it's like the separate but equal kind of argument, not in the same way, obviously, but like this idea of like, if we treat you the same, therefore it will be like equitable. Right. And that's not Mm -hmm. actually true. Like Mm -hmm. our wedding will have specific parts or like we have to like make sure that everyone that surrounds us that day is going to be mindful and kind and not say anything weird. And like there will be people in my family that I'm not inviting because they've made it very clear that like they don't support me. And it's not like I'm going to listen to my parents who are like, you must invite these people. I'm going to be like, no. I don't like it's it's not the same thing when they vehemently disagree with who I am as a person they're no longer included and will no longer take their services right like we would never get married at that venue even if they allowed us to or shoot with a photographer who only has you know straight couples and sadly a lot of times those happen to be like the uber Christian you know presenting (laughs) people and it's like they're not safe, you know? Yeah. So how like percentage wise, like how Mm. you guys haven't picked your food yet. Have you, Mm -hmm. we have picked what we think will be our caterer. We have a tasting December 6th. Um, December. that's so far away. I know. But the thing is, this is another weird thing. And this was the thing with my sister too. So many people will only allow you to come in and do stuff during the week between like 11 and three. And I'm like, we live four hours away from our venue. Um, We can't do a catering tasting in the middle of the week. Like Al is in education. I could, Mm -hmm. but I'd prefer not to. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why I picked December 6th is because it's finals week for me. And so I am going to go up and Al's parents are going to come with me and try the food and Al's going to stay here and work. But we wanted to get it done before the weather, weather got you know, too kind really of bad. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll see. 
hopefully it'll be fine. But the goal is to get that done and get like the deposit paid for. And we don't even know how much the deposit's going to be, but the quote was ginormous. Um, yeah. But it makes that sense. freaked me out. I, I know. Which, yeah. And like when you itemize it, I'm like, okay, yeah, like you're yeah. getting what you pay for, which is amazing. Right. Um, so much going to be like <laughs> worth it. It's going to uh-huh. be a ton of food and it's going to be delicious. Yeah. But like yeah. hearing yeah. that number. I know. Yeah. I know. So that that is the biggest that's the biggest purchase of our wedding. Our food costs more than our venue. And that also includes alcohol servers, tip gratuity yeah. tax. So like. It's good you know, but like knowing we still have that payment to pay for, it's like, okay, cool. So that's the biggest one that we have left. Otherwise our two other largest purchases were venue and photographer. We did spend more money than we were planning on for photographer. However, they were all fairly, uh, like reasonable and they were all comparable to each other so we were like well we might as well go with our favorite one and not worry mm-hmm. about like an extra 500 bucks or whatever because yeah we regret it in the end and the photos are the only thing you have left um back on yeah yeah and so that stuff has been has been good um as far as like getting those deposits done but yeah the food will be the next kind of big thing otherwise it's like little stuff like Al has to get a suit. I'm going to get a dress in the next month or so. Hopefully I'll be able to decide on one. And then florals, which florals are just, you can go really, really minimal or mm-hmm. you can go really big, but you can definitely tell a difference. And so I'm stressed mm-hmm. about that. I don't really know. Like, what would you do if you had to get married right now? What would you Stop. do? What, like, what would you, you don't have to tell me the types of flowers, but like, would you do bouquets for everyone? Would you do like big stuff? at this reception like what would you do uh-huh so I I'm not like a wedding planner like I don't like mm-hmm. not that you were or anybody like and not that no. that's a bad thing if anybody was like that's just wasn't super my personality of like always thinking about weddings um yeah. or like what my wedding would look like so like mm-hmm. I I've, I'll think about it but like I don't have it like planned and it changes all the time. And so I'm going, I'm answering your question based off of this fact about me that I love flowers. Like yeah. one, um, I have a friend who mm-hmm. I met here in Salt Lake city. And of course she moved because mm-hmm. all my friends move. We all move away looking at you. Um, and she is a, like a florist. Um, yeah. And so like, she didn't like necessarily get me into it, but like I follow her and I fl- mm. follow her Instagram. It's really like so fun to watch. And she's like, just kind of like opened my eye to like arranging flowers and that kind of thing. And so every now and then, or if I feel sad, I'll like go get like a bunch of different flowers and like arrange a, bu- a bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, with all that said, I love flowers. <laughs> I love so a lot of flowers so much. So I would, I would, I don't know if I would do a lot, but I would at least do like a medium amount. Okay. I would probably not be as minimal. I think that, um, I would, I I think that people sometimes focus too much on flowers and not enough on greenery. And that's more, probably like more of like a personal preference, Mm -hmm. but like, Mm -hmm. I love, I would focus more on greenery. And I think you might be more similar to this too, where like the, the foliage I think is Mm -hmm. a lot of the times like what 
makes it really beautiful. And I think um, both of you and I, like we're kind of more minimalistic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in certain ways. Um, Yeah. And I think you can have like more foliage and greenery and have it be, because I think that flowers like soften the space. Yes. And it adds Mm -hmm. texture. And so Mm -hmm. that is like a fear. If you don't have enough flowers, it's going to feel cold and it's not going to feel like welcoming. Right. Um, and, and if you don't love flowers, I feel like you can still do that with greenery. Yes. No, I agree. So that's what I would. Yeah. It's hard. Cause I always feel like, oh, I'm so minimalist. And then I'll look at pictures and I'm like, oh, look how beautiful all of that is. And like, it's hard yeah. to like find your way around. And like, I was, I was sobered a little bit by this fact that my, so our day of planner just got married last, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And she had tagged her florist. So I went to look at their website. The minimum cost of her doing flowers for your wedding, you have to spend at least $3,450. So $3,450 on flowers. That's the minimum cost, the minimum price. And that's full service, but like, it depends on what you're doing. Like I told Al, I would love to spend $4,000 on flowers. Is that absolutely asinine? Yeah. But like, I, I could do it. You ask me to to plan a wedding with $4,000 worth of flowers? Totally. Thousand percent. My sister is doing a wedding for like $700 in flowers, but like she's getting some of her stuff from Costco and like yeah. only having a florist do like a bouquet for her and like little mini flower things for like all the girls. And so it's a lot more minimal and they're doing other decorations on the tables. We want to do a ton of flowers, but my main concern is I wanted to hire someone out to do bouquet and to do mm-hmm. some ceremony flowers and some like mm-hmm. standing decor, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like on the ground and like big. Cause I really want to do like that leaf, you know, texture. Yep. And like in the pictures I sent you, there's these really mm-hmm. beautiful, um, for people beautiful. who don't know what some of my inspo is, go look at Sophia Bush's wedding that she just had. That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, that's pretty yeah. much my wedding. <laughs> yeah. Up. Um, we're doing a few things differently. Um, bridesmaids and stuff like that are different colors, but like the florals of that wedding is my, my inspiration Stunning. for, for florals. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I really love these like dark purple leaves and stuff leaves. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to pull in that stuff. And what the goal would be to take the ceremony flowers and move them over and like have them by the bar or like the reception or whatever we do. If we do a sweetheart table, like all of that decor will be transferred over during cocktail hour to like reception. So you're reusing a lot of the florals. But if we did that, we would order separate flowers, like just stem flowers for our day of planner to put into vases on each table on our own and do a DIY the problem with that is there's no guarantee that both floral companies will source from the same people. And there's no guarantee that those big, you know, bouquets of stuff will match what's on the tables. And I'm trying to decide if my anal control issues will allow me to do two yeah. different companies for flowers. <laughs> so are they like, are they similar though? Mm. I don't know. Cause okay. I haven't spoken to anyone. Okay. So, and my problem Talk is I someone. also don't know any of the names of the flowers and leaves and things. Oh and yeah. That's, show them the pictures like, and be like, uh-huh. what do we do? This. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to ask them for ideas. So that's where I'm like, okay, do we bite the bullet and go full service and plan on spending four or $5,000 on flowers? So we don't have to stress mentally about it. Mm-hmm. And also gives my day of planner one less gigantic thing to do that day. Or 
do we do the DIY thing and then go with a totally different company? Because the thing is we can't do the full service company if we're not doing full service. They do like all the cart items, but the only mm-hmm. thing I saw that we would actually use is my bouquet, which we could do. Like I could go extravagant with my bouquet, pay like $500 for it. And we could put that on the head table. And I could also probably have them do yours like bridesmaids if I wanted mm-hmm. to, but we're still going back and forth. Originally I said no flowers for bridesmaids at all. But also, I don't know what you're going to do with your hands when you walk down the aisle. And I wonder if you're going to feel awkward, just like having your hands at your sides. Oh <laughs> you know, God. like, I know you're I'll, awkward. I know. I'll, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, but please <laughs> give me, give me something. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's probably going to be a no-go. We're probably going to have to get you guys something to hold on to. So a little, a little one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And so yeah. I'm kind of in this mode of like, it doesn't really fit in the budget, mm-hmm. but am I going to regret not doing it? Mm-hmm. Probably. So, and then ultimately, well, and we're waiting because we need to know what my final, my sister's final budget is, which will happen the day after the wedding. (laughs) So November 6th, I will find out what my actual budget is. And then we'll have a discussion because right now we are like right on budget with only $2,000 budgeted for florals. So if there's a little wiggle room and we can bump it up to four, then I'll be happy. Yeah. That is the next, besides my wedding dress, that is the next big decision that we need yeah. to make. And that's like it though. Like you're yeah. a year out. Mm-hmm. Literally like- almost a year, a year and three days. And that's, and, we have all that stuff. We need and, clothes. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to do what you did, but like the three big things you have left, you already like mm-hmm. have scheduled to be decided. So Yeah. yeah. We just uh, have to get the DJ booked and uh, yeah. okay. we need to ask what the smaller things are. Yeah. Smaller things. So DJ booked. Um, We have a cake tasting in October because Al's parents, family, friends are doing our cake for free, oh, which is right. wonderful. Fun. Yeah. So we're doing cake for the wedding and we're doing probably two flavors and then we're doing two different flavors of cake pops for the rehearsal dinner. Fun. And little snacky uh, things. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's just so many good flavors and she actually is a professional baker and her like specialty is cake pops. I just didn't want cake pops at our wedding. Yeah. That's- mm-hmm. No. So that is pretty much done. And then the little other things. So we're doing the wedding website in like beginning of 2023. We'll have to put together a registry. Oh uh, yeah. And at the same time, we actually, I, th- I don't know if we'll regret doing this, but we got a discount code for minted and the problem oh, with that invitation. is there's, yeah, there's a minimum amount of money that you have to spend in order to get this big discount. And my sister was going to order her save the dates and those were not enough money to get the minimum, but it won't tell you what the minimum is. So we may they in January, no, no. So we may in January order our save the dates, our actual invitations and mm-hmm. all of our signage. To make sure that all the fonts match, oh, everything that's is probably done. Why they do that, right? And so we basically literally order every piece of signage that we think we're going to need, with the idea that we'll probably end up having to get a couple other things. But like, order all of that so we can get this huge discount. I think it's fifty percent off, which is like definitely worth it. Yeah, it came from um one of Al's friends who's a wedding planner. <laughs> She's not our wedding planner, but uh-huh. yeah, she knows she has a code. Mm-hmm. And so I think. Oh, in what if you don't get it? I know. I don't know. So we'll see. Hopefully it works. Okay. Sorry. Not to like freak you out, but oh, like, oh if we don't get it, then we're going to figure out different ways to make it cheaper. 
what else? Oh, then it's like the extra shit that you don't even think about. So this is like later, later, but we need Airbnbs for both bridal parties. I think my side, we're going to split the cost of that. So you won't have to get a hotel so you can stay in a house if you want. Hopefully there'll be Airbnbs big enough with like enough rooms and stuff. It'll end up being cheaper than a hotel. So we'll have Airbnb for Al's bridal party, Airbnb for my bridal party. We'll have a hotel room that Al and I will stay in the night of the wedding. So we won't come back to the Airbnbs with you guys. Um, and then we have our mini moon, which is on Mackinac Island, which we still have to pay for. Um, we have, oh, go ahead. I just, that's cute. A mini moon. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that fun? That's so fun. So we're going to do that Saturday night, Sunday night, probably Monday night also. It depends on yeah. how much time we can get off work. So hell yeah. That. And then we still have to pay for rehearsal dinner. Obviously uh-huh. that comes way later. Um, hair and makeup for the day of, for whoever is doing hair and makeup. So all of that will still need to be paid for. And then any kind of like gratuity that wasn't already included. Um, And then also, we also budgeted $1,500 for other event decor. So our linens and plates and all of that stuff are covered by catering, but we're going to probably add candles and hurricanes Mm -hmm. and table numbers and all that stuff. I hope we won't spend $1,500 on that stuff. So if we can keep that around 500, we can also then increase the floral budget. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of just a little bit of like, right. Playing around with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was way more money than I ever thought we were going to spend. (laughs) I like, uh, I, you're my first like close friend Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. getting married Mm -hmm. and, um, holy shit. It's terrifying. Uh, Like watching this (laughs) unfold. I'm scared for you. I don't know how people get married. People, Uh, well, people who are way more low maintenance than me get married you know sooner than a year and a half i don't know i could not do it no Mm -mm. nope well you have me i've done it before so i can help yeah well well (laughs) yeah like now yeah yeah Yeah. if i wasn't as anal as i was i'd probably hire like a full-time wedding planner but to be Mm. honest like that is something that i heard a lot of people say was like not worth the money okay especially if you like to have control and you like to know what's going on with everything the day of planner is super helpful huge yeah She's our day of planner. She definitely have, get that. Right. We have three meetings with her beforehand and we have 24 seven email and text. So I can mm-hmm. ask her any question that I want. Like she gave me recommendations for florists and like she would help us more if I, if I needed it. And then we'll have the the plans for the day of, and she does all the setup and tear down. And like, that was way cheap. Like it was $1,800, which is cheaper than I thought it was going to be. And I would pay that a thousand times over to like have her be there. I can already tell you. But like people pay like 10 or 12 grand for a full service planner. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know why we do that. Unless you know? you're like, unless you like don't care that much. You have like a general idea that you like can just give to the planner. Mm-hmm. And then like, if you're like one of the type of like career people who right. like work 80 hour weeks or something. Yeah. If you don't have time and you have $80,000 for your wedding. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. When I know I would people do it say, then. But... Right. Pe- people say full service wedding planning could save you money in the long run because if you pay them, then they can help you save money because yeah. they have they get discounts, discounts and stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't know how true that is. Also, at the end so. of the day, like you might, you're like, you're 
potentially tripping over dimes to save pennies. Like I did like make sure I didn't flip that (laughs) incorrectly. Yeah. Um, But like, you're like, oh, I'm saving here. But like, are you like, no, does, does the math math? (laughs) Math ain't mathing. Math ain't mathing. No, sometimes it does math. So like, (laughs) right. But you just don't know. You don't know. It's all a gamble. But I I think like that is like, what lifestyle do you have? Like, are you, do you work 80 hour weeks? Do you have three kids? Like, right. How do you have the money for a full service planner? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. If you know what you want and you like, enjoy like picking out things and like Mm -hmm. you, I just watched you spend the last six months picking out your colors. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Forever. (laughs) Yeah. My full service planner probably could have done that for me in like two weeks. (laughs) So, but, but you would have like probably not liked it. Like they would have put different colors. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have been happy. And that's the thing. Like I like to be in control. I like to have the conversations. I, cause you know what you like. Right. And the thing is, it doesn't seem fun probably from the outside because people watch me like slowly crumble into nothing as I like figure stuff out. But I actually have fun doing it. Like you're like, enjoying it. It yeah. is fun. I glad. thrive in stressful situations. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's I'm an fun. academic for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I love you're this. Where you I, need to be. I wrote today. That's why I look like a piece of garbage and didn't mm-hmm. wash my hair. Today was a writing day. And that's just like, you know. You force yourself to get up and you write yeah. thousands and thousands of words alone in your house. <laughs> and then you have yeah. one meeting and then you watch Grey's Anatomy. So the you're life living of a professor. Your best life. I, like, am. I, I was also going to say too, like when you were talking about like you have like the day of planner and like she'll set up and break down. And it's like the, as long as you have set it up so that you're not like, having a mental breakdown a day before your wedding, like the week before and the week after your wedding should be like stress free. Like, yeah. Yeah. And as long as you find a way to do that, then like spend whatever money you need to do to, to do that. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing like we, and I was even looking like there's so many of our vendors now who also want money way before. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'll give you all the money before. If I don't have to be wandering around 48 hours before a wedding trying to hand out checks to everybody. People, yeah. Yeah. And like, it's going to be, be so like, nice. It, it'll also be like, here's $5,000. Here's another five right. grand. Here's right. You feel grand. totally like, depleted. It's just like a paid deduction when I go yeah. to my cafeteria. Yeah. If I yeah. don't <laughs> we already see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just ate all this food totally free. Yeah. My appetite, my date appetizer with goat cheese, yeah. free. Alcohol, free. Like, free. We didn't pay any money for that. 250 <laughs> <laughs> No, I think it'll be great. And I'm just excited about it. I want to be able to get a facial yeah. and get my tan on and get my nails done and get a massage. Breathe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just breathe. We should get you a know? massage. <laughs> Your bridesmaid should get a massage. All right. I mean, better you, figure out what me. time off you're taking because shit. Yeah, I like it's kind of coming up. Like I was like, oh, it's like 15 months away. Now it's a year away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan has unlimited PTO. So I hope she uses some of that. Ryan, if you're listening, my God. put some of that unlimited PTO to use. Come hang out with me. You, guys could, fly, PTO, you could fly so. into Chicago and we could rent a car and drive. It's only three and a half hours. Fun. Let's do it. Woohoo. Anyway. Um, yeah, no, I have pretty good PTO and I can also like work nice. from home. So if I have to like right. work a day or two, like at your yeah. house or something. Yeah, you totally can. And then, but then also we didn't talk about your bachelorette party. Oh my God. That's also a thing. We need to figure that out. We we told everybody we needed like 
if you're actually coming and we'll give like dates and stuff in January, six months out to kind of start oh, planning yeah. like flights and people can get stuff for cheaper and whatever. And we need to like know the exact numbers so we can get motel rooms next to the Airbnb, which will be cheap, hopefully, especially my in question June. for mm-hmm. you is um, that I think is like a question lots of people are like thinking about. Yeah. Is are you sharing it with Al? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know everyone else doesn't know this. So I'm keeping it from everyone. Um, yeah. Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to St. Pete Beach, Florida, because I am tacky like that. And I love Florida so much. Um, At least it's not I Nashville. Don't actually. Right. No kidding. Everyone's going to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm different. Okay. Yeah. You're not like um, No. So to be completely honest, I wanted to go somewhere with a beach and our best yeah. friend, Ryan, her husband, Zach, who is our wonderful music person and one of the producers of this podcast. Shout out. Woohoo. Um, his lovely parents own an Airbnb down there and they generously gifted us their house for this weekend. And it's also so Al's kind. 30th birthday that weekend. Oh, so we're I going... know that. Mm-hmm. that so it's going to be a huge, yeah, huge thing. And fun fact about me, I never got to go on a high school or a college spring break, like to a beach. Yeah. And I feel like this is like me living my glory days for one yeah. last time of like going to a beach with my friends. I've never really done that before. Um, so that's kind of partially why, and yes, Al is coming. So it'll be Al's bridal party and my bridal party. And it'll be, it'll end up probably being somewhere between like 10 and 15 of us. And so we're going to do the, I know. And so we're going to do the house and people will break up into their own little groups and go do stuff. Totally. But we will have a house and then there's like four or five, like mom and pop motels around are um, they like cute because i'm not yes. thinking cute mm-hmm. they're okay. cute and they have like outdoor pools and stuff i've stayed Fun. at a couple um in clearwater beach which is like really close to there they okay. like kind of share the same little area um mm-hmm. really cute we stayed in one last time and they're super fun they're just not like as expensive as like fancy motels or hotels which we don't really need because we can go to the house and cook and and hang out there and whatever yeah and it's all really close to the water like walking distance to the beach um and we'll have a pool to go to for the people who are staying at the motel so it's like both options Mm win-win yeah yeah and so we'll have some people stay at the motel some people stay at the house and then we're gonna split the cost of all the motels because the airbnb is free so everyone will have like a little bit of money to spend i'm hoping it'll be like 50 50 bucks for the weekend no i think that's and then you pay for your for your flight and then we'll stay there for for a few days and and do a few things and really the only thing i asked is i would like to do like a dinner together which we don't really have to go out like we could do like a barbecue at zach's parents house oh, but i would yeah. like to go out to like a beach club at one or a point, beach bar yeah you, mm-hmm. you gotta go out but the so dinner could do, be in or out yeah so like to save a little bit of money or whatever so i want to do like mm-hmm. a beach club or a beach bar night mm-hmm. and i also want to do a day drinking day where we make rum buckets those oh my god my you told me that i requests. forgot about that <laughs> those are my Is only spring two break requests. huh yes and yeah. ryan already wrote it down because she's like me and you know, whatever. So yeah. Yeah. So a rum bucket, I've never got to make them before, but I want to do like the whole shebang, like go to Walmart, either get a sand pail or like one of those like pitcher things with a lid and put stickers on it. And like all of that stupid shit that you're and then just leave them there. We'll just throw them away probably. Um, but like, and you don't have to put rum. You can put other types of alcohol in there. Good. Cause I don't do rum, but it's like, you have a ton of different kinds of fruit frozen and fresh and then you can do a bunch of different stuff some people will do like crystal light some people will do soda whatever kinds of just put it in a bucket you want just put it in any kind of receptacle that's large Uh uh-huh a large receptacle and a straw (laughs) and that's and an umbrella if you feel fancy 
So, and then we carry those around (laughs) and we go to the beach and we go do stuff. So I think we'll probably have to make a rule that if you take it out of the house, it has to have a lid on it, which sucks because you can't do like a sandcastle bucket, which would be kind of cute. But That would be cute. You could probably find a way to like MacGyver up a lid for it. Yeah. But anyway, so that, those are my only two requests is beach club night and a day of rum bucketing. Rum bucketing. Rum Rum bucketing. bucketing. (laughs) Rum bucketing with the brides. So I don't know if that's oh, a thing. But anyway. That's so okay. We're gonna, that's your name. Yeah. That's your bucketing with the brides. It's a really full-on Florida spring break vibe, I think, which, you know, hopefully it will be an ironic sort of trashy. Yeah. Like play into <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would like it to be ironic, not legitimate. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I don't think, like, I think it's impossible for this to be real. I hope. I hope. Especially so. with like <laughs> you and Al and me <laughs> and Ryan. Hopefully no one Is thinks Zach that coming? weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. The boys are so, coming. So Zach's coming. We invited the twins. So Rachel, Michaela, and um, okay. their boyfriends, if they want to come. And then um, my sister and Jarrett has like a lot of drill stuff because he's in the National Guard. So we'll see if he had a, if he doesn't have this like drill thing, then he'll be there. Um, and then Allison's sisters and their significant others, if they want to come. And then Allison's best friend Jess and her boyfriend Aaron. Fun. So I feel it will like... probably end up being a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, that's so many. I yeah. I went on a bachelorette. Oh, and Ryan and Amanda. Boy, Ryan and Amanda. Sorry, oh, yeah. I didn't mean to I leave you off. I don't know that they still listen to the podcast. If you do, I'm sorry. That's so sweet if they you. do. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went uh, to a bachelorette party la- last year, two years mm. ago, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, this girl, she's like, oh, my God, I love her so much. She's like one of my favorite people. Aww. But she is so like popular. Because she's an amazing human. So she has all these friends. And there were like 15 girls there. It was insane. And I was like, I have two friends. Like, nope. (laughs) So what you really... Go ahead. You you guys have like... You're probably going to push 15. But that's two... You're that's combining. what I'm saying. Yeah. If, I, if it was just me, it'd be kind of sad. Actually, we would have the best time. I it was like, just like, oh, no, imagine just sad. like you and me and Ryan going on a bachelor and my that's sister. Like... <laughs> it'd be perfect. Yeah. But no, literally. Um, That's why it's it was feel so like fun. we have a lot of friends because it's going to be a lot of people. It was but... massive and it was so much fun. I'm, like... I'm excited for ours. I think we're going to have a great time. Yeah. I think Al wants to chill and I'm going to not let her, which okay. <laughs> maybe it's like a couple days. I'm that person too where I'm like yeah it's just like yeah which the thing is I told her like we don't work in June really so like we could stay a few extra days (gasps) and like relax relax. like yeah like I even told her like we could come in a day early and have a full day to relax have like two days with you guys two and a half days Mm -hmm. and then have another full day to relax we could stay four or five days especially if a bunch of those are like in the Airbnb and we only have to get like a motel for one night if people are leaving or whatever like it won't be a super crazy expensive trip so I think that we could totally do that if we want to have some relaxing time outside of the party festivities. But yeah, that's about it. I'm so also, excited. Kind of hope that the visor trend is not out of style by then. <gasps> also, I think it is already. I know. I need your graphic designer friends to create. Ugh. You don't? You no, I don't. I like work with graphic designers. I need someone. I don't someone. think they like me very much because I give them feedback that is honest. <laughs> I need someone to create a cool bachelorette party logo 
thing. If you're listening to this and you're one of those people, because what I want to do is I want to have options for crew necks and long sleeve t-shirts. Yeah. Something we'd wear like on the beach at night when it's like Uh a little colder. And I want to do something. I envision it like being circular kind of camp beach club Uh vibes, but like Uh something that is unique that also doesn't look like a bachelorette party. Like it's a cute kind of like fashion-y it graphic like, sweatshirt you yeah would, you'd actually wear with like leggings and it would yeah. be like cream or like a light blue or like something or even that like dusky color that's in our wedding colors that like mm-hmm. cool brown beige it should color. be a, a wedding color yeah 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 so like and even if we did like On a brand. cool logo thing and then had a couple different colors people could pick from whatever. that'd be fun yeah but like there's a bunch of options so I would love to do that. I need a design. Well, anyway, that's we'll where we're at. That out. Yeah, we will. And it will not be $2 and 50 cents, sadly. So why did you um, decide? Cause, cause you did talk about potentially not combining your guys's mm. bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to combine them? Well, we couldn't agree on what we wanted to go. <laughs> surprise, That'll surprise. do it. So, yeah. and then we, <laughs> compromised and did what I wanted to do. I love that. I love that for you. I think that's really how it worked out. I will say though, like the idea of like, and you would have to do this if you did, because people like are starting to combine their bachelor Mm -hmm. and bachelorette parties, like any and all gender, whatever, like it's becoming normal across Mm -hmm. all boards. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you think about it, that's like one last thing to plan. Like if you guys had to do two, then Al would have, you'd have to plan Al's and then you'd have to plan yours. And that's like just so much work. It's a lot of work. So might as well combine it. (laughs) Right. And it's hard to like figure out dates that work for people. It's like, like, and a lot of the time you travel and travel is like. It's pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And so it just ended up being a thing where it was like worth it. And honestly, like we like traveling together and we haven't had that many opportunities to do that we've never really gone to the beach together and like how fun would it be to have a chance like two months before we three months I guess it'll literally be like exactly three months before we get married to like let loose a little bit it's like the beginning of our summer to be able to just like kick off a summer where we get to enjoy time together and like each other's company you know and our friends and like really kick off what will end up being the season of our wedding right like the end of june wedding right like the end of june you have end of july end of august end of september like it's the 90 days leading up to to this great time and i think it'll be a really cool summer next summer to be able to like relish in that and try to remember 100 how we were make memories together yeah right like why not so you know i don't know i think it'll be fun i'm excited about that i love you guys more about all these things yeah yeah We'll talk more about all these things. I'm sure we'll do like a wedding update in the spring once we make more decisions yeah. and chitty chat. I'd love to talk about wedding dress shopping eventually. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. So we might have to wait until after the yeah. wedding. Yeah. Or if fuck we it. want to say, you know, if I mean, I'm not going to say what it is, but okay. You know, I feel like we covered a lot and I like so much. I just really like this topic because I feel like the girlies who are planning things can relate to a lot of this mm. and the girlies like like me who aren't like in this yes. like phase of life and they don't know a lot what's going on like this is so educational for me and so intriguing so yeah I hope, and if people want to know more about if people want to know more about cost breakdown or more about anything we can I feel like that, that intro is so helpful yeah. for a lot cost of transparency. people Woo-hoo. yeah exactly yeah I'm into that 
whatever mm-hmm. people want to know. All eight We're open books. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> we love you so much. Thank you to our loyal eight people. Thanks, guys. Um, if you have not ranked the podcast five out of five stars and followed us, we would love, love, love you if you did that to support us, to push our podcast up, to get more viewers, because we are now on episode 12. And we're just pushing through. And we'd love to keep growing the fam. So that was really well said. I like that. Thank you. You know, I was just born to talk. You just have a way with words. Uh Uh-huh. That's why my PhD is in communication. I mean, like you do. Like (laughs) I do have one. Yeah. Like we're we're acting like it is on the floor. (laughs) It will be on Eh. the wall one day. It's not worth that much. No, it ain't. Just uh, thousands and thousands of dollars in student loans, which is next week's episode. So stay tuned. Yeah. Juicy shit. We'll see you next time, guys. See ya. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.